sounds like nether splat, bitch. <laughs> Natter splat. 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 So, it's been a minute since we've done a podcast. Hello. But it's, <laughs> but it's not for any lack of adventures. Absolutely not. <laughs> we've just been overrun with adventures and now we are on another one. So today's episode, we'll be talking about what we've been doing for the last few days. We went on a, we're going mm-hmm. on a road trip through the Balkans. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. So we left, so we left Prague and then we drove straight to Budapest. We, we surpassed a few of this, like we passed a few of the stars that I wanted to go to, but they're in Slovakia and Slovakia is right next door. So that's, she means star forts for any of you who are uninitiated <laughs> into what stars mean. As she says, uh, we're visiting stars. She means I, star fortresses. Yeah, I forget not everybody lives in my world. In, in your my world. Head. No, not at all. There's lots of people who do not know what a star fortress is. Um, oh, which leads wow. us on we, to... We could do a whole episode just about well, stars. Uh, Let's com- start there. Like, this we'll is going to be a two-parter. A st- a start with the stars, exactly. All right, so we're going to start with the stars. I'm really enthusiastic about this, actually. You absolutely are. <laughs> so what is a star fort? So star forts are, like, they say that there are fortresses built for defense, and they are all over the world. Like, we, so we know that there's pyramids on every continent. And like, uh, we just saw one in Bosnia, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) So um, there's pyramids on every continent. There's some in Egypt. There's one in Bosnia. There's a few in Bosnia. There's like the three set up essentially the same ones in Giza are. And then the biggest pyramid complex is in Cambodia. And then there's obviously the ones in South America. Um, I guess I heard that there was one in... There's a pyramid basin in Ohio, maybe that I, I would have to double check on. But mm-hmm. I did hear that there was one in, uh, or a basin of one in North America as well. Also, the one that was destroyed in France, like there is documented evidence mm-hmm. of one and like the quarry from where it came from mm-hmm. as well. But then that one is mostly gone now. Um, <clears throat> and then China, of course, and they've been just trying to plant trees all over their things, but I'm getting distracted. So I wanted to talk about pyramids. <laughs> so, but like this all correlates together. So, okay. But let, let's slow down. The traditional history would say that they were built more recently. It's your belief that they were built much, much further back in time. Correct. Yeah. For because I part. believe that there's been multiple civilizations aside from the one that we're devolving from now mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so um the, uh, and i guess like the super megalithic structures all around come from a prior prior civilization mm-hmm. and there's a guy that i follow on youtube and he calls them the cyclopean and the polygonal civilizations uh-huh. and uh i guess it's the polygonals that would be i i i hope i have this correct the polygonals that would be um part of the Machu Picchu and like the rocks that are megalithic in size and then fit together without uh, even a centimeter of Mm -hmm. error anywhere. Mm -hmm. And like we can barely do that today Mm -hmm. with uh, building standards and like the way we build things. So 
Um, it's from what, like, the super megalithic things are from a prior, prior civilization. But then I also believe in a prior civilization as close as um, 200 years ago or less. Mm -hmm. So, and it was I a world. Because world expand like, expansing. Yeah, because like in the last 2,000 years, and they blame it on illiteracy and the fact that like not everybody could read or whatever have you, and documentation was not the best. But I also believe that there is a bit of a cover-up going on. Okay. And I think because we know that there's big chunks of our timeline that don't make sense, and there's a lot of things that don't add up. And the more I look into history, and like because I've always been interested in ancient history, so it has to be a 1,000 years or older to usually catch my interest but now because I've done a, a quite extensive research into the very old past now it's bringing me to modern history which is within the last thousand years okay. that's what I consider modern history mm -hmm. and um, there's just okay so there's the 80 year war in the Netherlands and it's just the way they say it and the, 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 the timelines, they don't really add up to. Okay, so I learn, I know this is going to maybe sound crazy, but I learn. I'm used to that from you. <laughs> I learn with my mind and my heart because I, my mind can read something in a book or be told something. But because I'm in the, the habit of questioning everything, I have to ask my heart if it's true or not and ask my heart how I feel about these things. So, and it's like, because I, I understand like the power of your heart and your heart can feel energies that your body and mind just don't, your heart can feel when somebody is on their, on their way to your house. And I believe that this has to do with energy very much. And your heart picks up on the energy fields around it because I very much think in terms of energy. And like when I, when I'm making choices in my day-to-day -day life, like it's different when you're talking professionally, because with professional, you have to take risks sometimes. But in my day-to-day, -day, like I choose... I look at things in terms of energy of like, okay, is this, is this decision going to give me up and down sharp wavelengths and how I feel, or is it going to give me smooth rolling wavelengths? Like which mm -hmm. wavelength am I going to want to mm -hmm. choose for my daily choices? We'll call this episode into the mind of a schizoid. But, <laughs> but... No, it's just the way I, I, I perceive things. Well, obviously what you're talking about here is much uh, better represented visually than uh, just audio. So that gets us onto uh, your other platform that you explore some of these, these things. Uh, oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Your YouTube channel, right? That's what yeah, you the YouTube channel now. primarily. Uh, I'm sure explore. I just sound like I'm sure it sounds like a bunch of jibber jabber to the people that like don't know the things that I'm looking into. But I'm like mostly what the YouTube channel is about is I've discovered that these star forts and I just call them star cities um, are all over the world. So like I said, there's a pyramid of, uh, in every continent or on most continents. But then what people don't seem to realize is that in most major cities that are over 200 years old, there's probably going to be a star city or a star fort there as well. So I'm going to call them star cities because that's what I'm transitioning mm -hmm. to. Yeah. Because they, I like in my, because yeah, like learning with my mind and learning with my heart, you have to keep balance. And when you question everything and like, I, I've learned that your heart can tell you can guide you really well mm -hmm. and I'm not talking about just love energy I'm talking about like your heart is an incredible muscle and it it can feel the the energy fields around you and mm -hmm. it's there is natural energy on our planet that's un, undeniable mm -hmm. that we have energy on this like earth we're oh, not just okay so tell uh, our, our listeners some of the places that you've already 
um, visited and, and recorded for your YouTube channel regarding this kind of thing and uh, and what's upcoming you know what's what we've looked at on our trip so far and made videos of because what could they go <clears> right <throat> now and look at which is uh just proxy page on youtube right yeah you just type in proxy page and then it'll bring you to my um channel and, and it may surprise someone who's looking for your name uh, the sort <laughs> the sort of content i know i've gotten so many content that like so many comments that say like what why why are you giving us a tour of this church why aren't you talking about sex and like i've been in porn for for fudge 14 years now mm -hmm. seven years as a performer and now mm -hmm. seven years as a director mm -hmm. so i needed another outlet aside from the well that's porn it you stuff. have <laughs> interests and a personality outside of um just my sexuality which is very sex. strong but <laughs> well there's plenty of time to talk about young sluts <laughs> but sometimes you want to talk about pyramids and star cities yeah so tell us where have you visited before and what's on your youtube youtube channel well you and i tend to do road trips i have together been a on a few I am a, I am a feature on those youtube channels aren't i <laughs> yes yes i am um so one of my one of the most memorable ones for me was when we went to olomots mm -hmm. and olomots is a city in the west of czech republic or in the east sorry in the east of czech republic and on our way there from prague we went up north to uh, not the Trezen, but a different one. Uh, I can't remember. But the, uh, not there is there is a star city in Trezen, but then we went to a different one. And then on our way there, we ended up going to a swirly walkway. I'm getting sidetracked. And then we <laughs> ended up in Alamotes. But Alamotes, um, there's a star map, and we can post it with the episode, mm -hmm. of uh, how many star cities there are everywhere. And Alamotes was like a star metropolis, but so is Prague. And uh, they say that star cities were built as a defense wall for, um, obviously, defense for mm -hmm. old cities. But then the geometric... And they also say that they were... And this is like the thing that like is like the real kicker, is they say that they were... Um, built for cannon fire but then a lot of the star forts predate cannons mm -hmm. so that just throws that theory out of the water and yes like these they would be they would be amazing they are amazing for defense in the way that they're constructed but i just my heart says that there's more like my mind reads what wikipedia says but then my heart says that there's more because uh you can't understand the geometric precision that goes into these unless you're looking at them from an aerial view unless you're mm -hmm. looking at them from the sky like and and if you're doing this with horse and cart the the amount of effort and work that goes into building these blocks to build the houses mm -hmm. that goes into these star cities to build the walls for the cities like that's just such a massive amount of bricks that's such a massive amount of work and effort mm -hmm. and the and the, like the precision and artistry that goes into these like it's it's un it's it's unfathomable mm -hmm. sometimes when you see them just how incredible these structures are and the, the fact that they have so many signature characteristics in their architecture style like the way that the points of the stars they come down and then they go in and then like they almost look like an arrowhead uh and and then that's a real signature thing is the arrowhead look so it'll go come down to the the edge of the like it'll be a pyramidal shape and then it'll have like the base neck and then it'll extend again into like the city walls so and that's a really signature style for these that 
is worldwide. And when globally we have so many different cultures and races and to say that we do our buildings different, we do our clothes different, we do our food different, we do all of these things so different from one culture to another. But then these star cities are the one things that are have so much in common. Like there's they're like snowflakes. Like they're they have a lot of things that are like in common, like that are very similar. Like they have their signature styles, but then they're also very different from one another. Like each one is going to be okay. unique in itself. But then there's a lot that look exactly the same. And like in Japan, there's one that looks just like the one that's in Copenhagen. And I understand like the the reason why they say this, like European um design transcended beyond europe and that and then this is where like this is the one but then this would be the one thing that they decided to make a global uniform mm -hmm. with versus nothing else as is as uniformed as these things and for the grandeur and size and work and effort that gets put into these things to say one culture isn't going to alter it enough to be a, like significantly different like a, a super point sharp pointed star uh without like the arrowhead edges like it's just it's just crazy that like these are so uniform and they're all over the like they're in asia they're in central asia they're in uh south america they're in africa in america they're everywhere okay what i can do to give a little context is reiterate uh, some of the information that was presented at the Bosnian Pyramid of the Sun, which was very explicit in its assertions. Mm. Um, unlike many places, they may say we don't know this. They dated the pyramid to be around 30,000 years old. They did that through carbon dating. Oh, Magna Man popped out of the place I've seen about 50,000 years ago. Do you want to go higher on that? So only dogs can hear the end of your sentence. Um, they did carbon dating on uh, on soil matter and, and fossils in between two concrete layers, or so they say. They say that the pyramid was built over natural water springs and an iron ore deposit. Uh, and they say that the concrete used is something called crystal uh, concrete, and it has uh, stores of quartz crystal within the pyramid and all of these things uh, are used to direct and center the energy that's naturally uh, within the pyramid or underneath the pyramid and then they show some pictures I think taken in 2015 or a few years ago that seem to show strong electromagnetic um, waves coming directly out of the top of the pyramid and they go uh, vertically and then horizontal ones that go out from that over the surrounding area. Um, like I said, they were very explicit in in their assertions with this. And they said that that's what it was for. It was an ancient, um, an ancient energy gathering uh, machine, essentially. And we talked to a, a nice tour guide who was there and he had uh, he had his opinions. And I asked him, I asked him what the critique of this version of, of history is and they would say that it's not so old and it was clearly not done for uh, the reasons that they have stated there. Um, it, incidentally, it's worth mentioning that they say it is older than the pyramids of Giza and it is uh, Bigger. higher and, and, and larger than the pyramids okay. of Giza and that it has a more accurate bearing to true north. Uh, which they said I think was zero degrees two minutes for Giza and uh, I can't remember, but in the seconds for yeah. the Bosnian Pyramid of the Sun. Um, so they were very uh, explicit. 
that said it was much more of a technological uh, wonder than the pyramids of Giza ever were, which they also say in their information are much older than the traditional um, estimates. They say that those are likely to be tens of thousands of years old. So, I mean, I have to be honest and say that this is classed as alternative history. There is critics of this, uh, but our two guides like to mention that a leading Egyptologist, um, he seemed to suggest that he has a vested interest in keeping his profession and how you know if and we you, all know who that guy is. and if you come along and um start he's actually shaking been fired up, from um representing uh the ancient like the old world the pyramids mm -hmm. since then the, the guy he's talking about for the record okay i'm not mm -hmm. sure of his name actually but i remember that the the, the leading scientist <sighs> for the don't worry about it yeah. it'll be on the video um for the pyramid of the sun was called a dr sam or was it samir but a Dr. Sam, he called him, and he sort of discovered the pyramid and, and then went on to want to um, excavate and uncover some of that. And the excavation process is all privately done, um, rejected by uh, history museums and the government, uh, done by volunteers, and they expect to try and get into the tunnel so that they can get further into the pyramid. But it's a, it's a long project, and it will take 10 to 15 years before they... But they have already uncovered some tunnels but it is a very large structure and you can see it from the aerial pictures that it's a pyramid even if you can't really grasp that on the ground as as we were there you can see some of the rocks but to the untrained eye i would say it's very unimpressive people maybe don't think about how rocks get to places how concrete slabs could get up a hill uh, the sort of concrete it's made from etc etc but to someone like you it's it raises a lot of questions mm. um even when you're being skeptical as as I am oftenly um, it, it you know it raises a lot of questions about how this stuff got there why it got there um, because yeah like the geology of rocks like <clears throat> it, these definitely are not natural formations that were like we were seeing there but I think the point that you were bringing up is that there is documentable energy fields and forces around this pyramid that you can see that you can use machines to like um... well apparently so i don't want to say that there are i am trusting uh one source that says that they've used equipment like this to see that yeah yeah uh, but and... then they put all of their references there yeah so, like, exactly it would be easy to look all, and it should be up. replicatable <laughs> as any science should oh, yeah. be it should be replicatable and someone who is a skeptic should be able to go with the same tools and see the same effects mm -hmm. uh, which obviously we do not have but yet yet but in theory <laughs> oh don't get started on what tools and technologies you want to add to your collection including red mercury mercury yeah i did hit you up one day i was like how do i get my yeah, hands on ma red mercury to be friends with her is to get a message saying how do i get my hands on some mercury bro and then i have to reply have you tried have you tried googling by mercury and then i get a message back going nice i'm like yeah i'm i'm you're so glad you have me for this insightful uh tips right yeah red mercury is a really specific thing uh so anyone listening to this who wants to donate some mercury uh get in touch get in touch she wants some mercury any... um she's seen some incredible experiments on uh on the dark side of the internet that we need to do ourselves because it could be camera trickery uh, and fun but we've 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 seen some pretty incredible things and, and i'm not i can't believe them until i see it for myself so yeah. sure let's get some uh mercury 
<laughs> but that's the kind of point that she's getting at when we're talking about energy. I thought I would put that into context by talking about the the pyramid. And she believes. Um, well, because there is like the natural like ley lines, chi lines, energy lines, like whatever you want to call them, like throughout the world where right. like they and there's even vortexes that like affect cell phones. They affect like planes can't fly over certain places. Like they, there, there is lots of condensed different types of variations of energy all over the world. So mm -hmm. that's the point is mm -hmm. that like it does exist. It's undeniable whether we can see it or comprehend it or not. Mm -hmm. It's it's factual and it's there. There's more than just the a physical world around mm -hmm. us. There is like an etherical world as well. Mm -hmm. So, which they did allude to at the pyramid as well. They said there was a frequency coming out. Again, I wish I could remember fully 2.4 hertz, maybe. Um, but they said there was a certain frequency that comes out that's, um, that they purported to be a sort of healing energy, um, which she said she could feel. But of course, I'm a big uh, believer in the placebo and the effect and the fact that she meditated for 10 minutes um, on the hill. I have no doubt that she felt uh, a sense of calm and well-being. But to say that was the frequency of the pyramid uh, might be a little bit of a leap in my opinion. Um, you know, if we hadn't read or known about the frequency and then she was to say, it, I could feel that frequency. And then we saw I'd be a little bit more. But I have to say it was nevertheless very intriguing, regardless of your beliefs of energy, magnetic forces and civilizations that are more than 30,000 years old. It's worth mentioning that 7. I 7.83 hertz. 7.83 hertz is apparently the uh, frequency emanating. I pulled up our videos. <laughs> from, from that. Um, which, is which is healing and good for your body. So, And then, okay, so another thing that the star cities all have in common is they all have cathedrals, or most of them have cathedrals within them. And then this is, so... This, it's the stars and the cathedrals that are so that have so much in common worldwide when we do so many temples and like when we we're so culturally different in so many ways these are the, like the one things that transcend time culture everything and i don't believe it was just a european diffusion all over the world and everybody decided to build things the same way i can't even fathom that when people have had their own culture since the beginning and their own influence on things that this is just the like these are the two things that they all decided to keep the same so in general a star city is going to have a big cathedral in the middle of it and it is just really funny that the biggest buildings especially in europe are the oldest buildings and modern buildings really don't seem to like compare to these and the metal workings that go into the tops of these cathedrals for these domes, for these points, for these spires. Um, it's, it's just, it's, it's really crazy to think about that. Like, even if like, okay, so the pyramids are one thing, but then these star th cities in these massive, massive cathedrals and like the geometry that goes into them is just it's unfathomable to me that we were doing this with a horse and cart in the 1600s and a time when things were like harder. So we we're supposed to have done these in the 1600s, spent 
who knows how much time and energy to put into these, building these bricks, cooking these bricks, making these things, and then just to destroy them like 200 years later when they could transcend time and space. See how and, excited like, she's getting. <laughs> they could last up to, they could last thousands of years and then we just build them in because you couldn't have done these fast. You, you don't just build a city overnight. It takes 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years to build a city and then to build a wall around the city that's geometrically precise. And I'm sure that there's going to be astronomical um, uh, alignments. alignments with these as well. In addition to that, you like all of the pyramids are on the chi lines of the world. And so are a lot of these, like so are most of the star cities. And this is some, and then uh, like also pretty much all of the star cities used to have water around them but then due to like channeling water making dams do, uh, we've cut off the the old um water chain that we used to have in the world mm -hmm. like around like the planet the old water grid which essentially could be could have transferred energy through the water to the next star city because all of them used to have water around them but now they don't anymore because they've been drained or mm -hmm. subverted water or something like that mm -hmm. well as we said if you're interested in seeing some of these things and you do film very nicely um it's on the youtube channel really look at some of this stuff. I'm often there and I do give uh, a little bit of devil's advocate, um, let's say trad hiss questioning. You, you don't let me run off into the crazy sunset completely. I don't <laughs> let her just rant on camera completely about everything without challenging uh, some of it and how it could have been done in a more um, traditional accepted uh, historical narrative. I don't know how much she, she likes to cut of that from her videos. Like what's this descent <laughs> cut? <laughs> um, I would say that your production value is getting even better. Um, yeah, I just started and I just winged it because I was making these videos anyway and then just not posting them anywhere. So at yeah. first they were personal videos for me and my friends, mm -hmm. but now I'm making them more palatable for mm -hmm. like an audience to watch. So definitely I think you're getting better at that despite being a uh, professional filmmaker already. I think you do get a, it's, you're very, you get carried away for your own. I walked into a church once. Uh, after being standing outside she'd been inside for 10 minutes and when i walked in she was crouching on the floor with her phone looking at a crack <laughs> on a on a on a slab on the, everyone else is looking at the incredible majesty of the gold uh, the organ the incredible artwork on the church you know like an incredible church and i'm i'm, I'm serious she's looking at this little crack I'm going on the ground <laughs> going, Lucas, Lucas, look at this. I said, what? It's a crack in the ground. She was like, mm-hmm. Or was this rock liquefied? <laughs> no, because I, like, so in an alternative way of thinking, so, like, I'm I'm just going to, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh -huh. okay, let me get back. <laughs> All right, so in the alternative way of thinking, um, cathedrals could, like, there is, an alternative history out there, and I'm not the only one that thinks like that oh, no. um, follows it. So cathedrals are essentially like battery cathodes is what they say. And within the cathedrals, there is like all of the old cathedrals have organs in them. And the organs were like, it's a really lost art. Nobody builds organs the way they used to be built. Like people can still play them, but then the, to be able to play them properly... Like, I, I think organs are very misused because they are... I misuse resonant. my organ. Ha. <laughs> 
but they are resonance machines. Like they, they create resonance and you can heal your body through vibration and resonance. And then what I've always believed in my heart before I even discovered the stars is when it comes to the geometry and precision of the megalithic structures, like the pyramids, like I've always believed in my heart that there was that there was a way of all alchemically using the elements around you to be able to create these amazing structures because in my heart of hearts there's no way anybody would ever convince me that a civilization of slaves built the pyramids because they are just too beautiful they're too precise like they're too well done the stones are too big they've been moved from such a far quarry away and then there's like there's the guy online and i'd like to make a comment about that but once i just want to hold you up on that there that's uh you brought up some fair points but it's this. It's the mark of a zealot who says that there is no way he can be convinced. You and could. I, you. You. You could try. It's just like I really like. I've, I'm very founded in my views because I've been researching them a lot. Like I will. I will absolutely always remain open minded. And if you can give me something more than a history book explaining of something that only has one explanation for it, and then when I believe that we're not just physical beings, we're spiritual beings as well, and there's an entire etherical realm that's being like withheld from us and withheld from our uh, our collected consciousness our our human being from our teaching from our schools from our children from us then i am going to like i i i'm very firmly planted in some of my ways of thinking but that's just because like i know that there's a big chunk that's not even being considered when it comes to mainstream understandings of things because if you're just going to have a mainstream understanding to things and you're just going to repeat back to me what i've already read in a book it's going to be hard for me to give you the benefit of the doubt so right. you're going to have to like show me some right. actual proofs of how like this would be and then that brings me back to this guy who's on youtube who shows how you could move the blocks of the Giza pyramid and like the size of them but then what they're not considering is that they move them over land uh, over a vast vast distance to be able to like from to get from the quarry to the pyramid site for these building structures and then if you're going to say that you're using pulley systems for something that goes like what um how how tall like really tall very large, like yeah. to be able to say that you're getting megalithic stones stacked on top of each other it's just it's absolutely well there's one theory that it's not pulleys actually and what they built was uh like dirt waterways or uh, well, waterways no. to move the rocks but then how are you using oh, waterways to... oh so what you would have is you'd have a tunnel a very large tunnel encased in rock which was filled with water and then they would tie so much wood around each block that it became buoyant and then it would float essentially up the tunnel and then they've and obviously this is possible you can you know you can you can so that is possible it's, it's just like physically possible sure i'm not saying that's how it was it that was just sounds like such a ridiculous like that's demolished. where my heart comes in and mm. says i don't know about this like that seems like such a tremendous that's even more that's more tremendous than magic rock wait wait that's more of a tremendous effort being able to to be put into something like that than an etherical idea where you do understand alchemy, the world around you, you understand energy and you understand resonance. And when you're saying you could take something solid and turn it into a liquid for a minute, change its physical being, you can turn, you can make water into shapes, you can do so many things with resonance 
Like it's, it would be ridiculous not to consider that in my opinion, mm -hmm. because you can take something that you can break glass with sound. Mm -hmm. You can do a lot of things with sound. And when people heal like their ailments with resonance, like there, why wouldn't we consider the ethereal side of things? Because this is one of my biggest problems with the scientific community is the fact that the scientific community is very uh, physically based on things and we don't take a spiritual perspective on things. And when you're, if you're not going to consider the spirituality, spiritual side of things, then you're going to be limiting your understanding and your results to the ultimate conclusions. So if you're that, that, I feel like the scientific community is very stifled. It's very limited to a specific way of understanding. And I get where they're coming from and that they only want real proofs. But then again, we are not just physical beings. We're spiritual beings as well. And there is natural energies on this planet that like are hard to explain like why are the chi lines like this why do the vortexes have these effects on the plants the rocks the this the that like why like there there's so many like non-physical things that we need to be able to take that we need to be able to consider for this so for me for me it's not unreasonable to think about an energetic resonance way of doing things so in my heart of hearts i don't think that the pyramids were built from a slave race because they're too grand. They're too beautiful. I do with whips, Hold on. Massive whips. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, but like I do believe that an alchemy and I believe like alchemy was science before it was science. And alchemy is a way to take nature and alter it and meld nature and earth and the world around us together to be able to get different results that are not just the physical scientific results of things. But yeah, why not be able to bring the the i like these massive like rocks and then be able to mold them on site and however you'd be able to move them and if you understand resonance you could slide a rock across a massive amount of land if you understand the resonance of the earth and if you're moving it along chi lines and you have the right minerals and elements together why wouldn't that be able to be true and then once it's there you could mold it into a, a form that fits together with the rocks next to it in a way that we have on this planet because it is very unexplainable a lot of these ancient structures but then inexplicable so if we were to take like a more open-minded view on things like that makes more sense to me in my heart mm -hmm. honestly uh -huh. to be able to manipulate the elements around us instead of being able to crudely put them together so like the explanation that's given to us is too crude because i do believe that we are divine beings and i'm not saying that we didn't build the pyramids i'm just saying there's missing technologies to how the pyramids were built Okay, I think that's uh, reasonable because a lot of people talk about aliens and, and well, as you said, divine intervention in some respect. But that's the kind of thing that you're interested in when you're looking at different architecture, different uh, archaeological sites, that sort of thing. I believe like we've been in a, a devolving state because like we know that giants are real. Like they, you can... <laughs> What? I like how you say it, just because so. <laughs> to a lot of people listening, we know the giants are real. Like they're not gonna let that statement pass. They okay. might not have listened to our very first podcast. <laughs> Here, so the look up the Guanches of the Canary Islands and yeah. Tenerife, and you, yeah. there, there's a museum there, and it's one of the only museums in the world that still has giant bones in it because mm -hmm. the Smithsonian has taken has yeah. a, like commandeered pretty much 
all giant spoons throughout the world are mm. gone. They are like, they, and there's a reason for this. It's and, worth noting that she's uh, she's changed my mind on uh, giants. It wasn't something I'd really ever given any thought. And if the passing statement is thing, giants is, exist, when I would you take the and that's that. the, that's the alternative history that we're not, like not learning about. And just because it's alternative history doesn't make it not true. Mm-hmm. It just means it's not the story we're being told. Because when the stories are written by the victors, you have they're only telling you what they want you to know. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, there's still music. Museums with giant bones, with two rows of teeth, with extra um, set of fingers, like that are eight feet, like over, t- like um, they're so big, like and like it, just to even be like two or three feet taller than the average person. That that's a lot. That's almost like an extra person. Well, we're aware of the pygmies. We know that there were l- larger races within. Uh, just other races very, in general. Yeah, very short period of time. And then to think 10,000... Other species, uh, rather. Other species is the, the yeah. way to put it. So there's been other humanoid species on this planet. Exactly, that's, yeah. that are, It's really withheld from us. Nobody learns about the pygmies. Because all of the younger generation, like our generation, we know about the pygmies because we were taught about it. We grew up, we saw it on TV because it was from a time that wasn't so long ago, actually, mm-hmm. that the pygmies were still around. Mm-hmm. Like, we still have pictures of them in National Geographic. So right. it was not a time that long ago the guanches were not that long ago either but it was just a little bit longer than the pygmies and like we wanted their land of course so slowly these things slaughter and forgotten with time or want to be forgotten erased Mm. from history yeah and just to like to take our past away from us and not like keep it prevalent to like to, to only teach us about the war and to only teach us about like wars and conquering and to fill our heads to say that that's the only uh, reality that we know. It, is, it, it isn't fair to me because then we are losing the etherical way of things to, under, to, to see that like there was all of these different variety and like the world wasn't just meant for a people like us. The world was meant, and this is why I say we're in a devolving state, is because like we, d- we did have giants that walked the earth and now they're gone. And they we do know that the atmosphere used to be different and it used to be able to support like a bigger body of things. And then as the earth changes, the we know that um, like reptiles, they get smaller, birds, they get smaller. So then why wouldn't that be the same for humans as well right. or yeah. humanoid um, yeah. species? Right. So of course we've had um, uh, giants that have walked the earth and then since then from when they had longer lifespans and they had a, a different understanding of things this is where we like if we're not being taught about this we can't consider the way they used to think the abilities that they used to have because i very much believe in extraordinary abilities telekinesis telepathy astral projection and i don't believe that we all had them i believe some people had more some people had less but i do believe that that was a component of mankind before and if you are more um uh spiritually i don't i want to say magically inclined like to your extraordinary abilities then you would be able to manipulate the elements of the world around you a little bit better we would be able to build uh, pyramids yeah we would be warlocks yeah we would be able to build the pyramids and stuff like that and if you're not going to be able to uh consider a more spiritual or etherical understanding of things we're never going to get the answers um that we're looking for because if we're just limiting our understanding to things to just a physical world i don't think it's going to get us very far and that's that's part of why like i feel like people do feel so lost is because they are not being taught that there is a another way of understanding and thinking about things to consider things 
things. So then we, we are going to be very stifled in our understanding. We're going to be very stifled in our discoveries. And like, and then we are going to think that the pyramids are only X amount of years old or something like that. And we aren't going to be able to fully explain or prove how these things were done versus if you feel with your heart, I do like, and I do believe that at one point we were part of a collected consciousness and as our world has changed around us as like things have gone on and the devolution has like progressed devolution progressing <laughs> um, um, we um we lose we're losing these touch. We're, we're losing touch with what we used to be connected to. And I feel like that's why people do feel so lost and confused. And uh, like they're okay. like they're like they're alone in this. You world. You want a little bit more spirituality in the world. Uh, so like magic isn't a stupid word for it. You know, it's it's it is what you're describing is to our sensibilities magic. Like alchemy is kind of magic. Um, alchemy is like a, some alchemy is a form of magic. Well, I think if you are open-minded or if you like looking at uh nice architecture from from around european cities i think your channel uh is worth a is worth a look and i think the the videos are only going to get better mm. uh the next ones are going to be from from this little tour that we we're, we're currently on um and our next podcast will be a little bit more of just the fun we've had out here a little bit more of the contemporary things we've learned not about alchemy magic giants and pyramids i think we'll talk about some of the beers we've drank some of the uh the people we've met along the way and some of the impressions that we've learned from the countries we've we've been going through and it'll be a bit of a different vibe in the next the next recording but uh this one we kind of wanted to promote the channel a little bit on youtube because we've been doing a lot of recording for it we've had yeah. a lot of fun uh doing it traveling around driving uh talking bullshit like we do here but on camera instead of just into a microphone and um and we look forward to making the next one right mm -hmm. very very much and i would just like to say one thing about um like i like cathedrals are like in my mind cathodes um the organs were used for resonance conduction and that's just another form of energy and that's that's the the previous civilization in my mind and then the previous previous civilization i believe had uh, had an even better understanding of that hence the pyramids and then and then the next civilization was the cathedrals and the organs hence those um energies and ge more geometric precision to architecture so it's it's uh, it's all tied in together and i'm going to get better at um mentioning mentioning about that in the videos instead of just talking to myself I'll, i will start to work on talking to other yes. people and educating i called her out on calling multiple things nubbins <laughs> and nuggets i know i and, use my own like words and slang and i said things. maybe if you're trying to uh educate people on this maybe use the names that they're actually called instead of saying this little nugget here which is very cute but um not exactly i wouldn't say educational which i think is her goal so i think we've summed that up i wanted i don't want to go on too too long about this uh you don't I don't. Well, this is the thing. Once you open the floodgates with this one, and you've got to remember, I'm only just a man. I'm just a man, and I have to listen to this bullshit all times. For three weeks, we're on a three-week trip. Three-week trip, and I'm listening to cathedrals, cathodes, giants, energy fields, resonances, etc., etc. And I don't care if it's brand new to you guys. I 
I'm trying to grasp the last of my sanity. <laughs> and a 40-minute podcast on this is just enough for me. I think we should go take a swim or something. I'll do something nice. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, see you later, guys. Bye. If you made it through an entire episode of Natasplat, well done you. You can find more of us all over the internet and at natasplat.com. See you later.